Hello and precious morning to you, my beloved brothers and sisters in the Lord. Of course, it's your brother, Pastor Chidi Jacob, and I'm here this morning to begin this week's episode of our ongoing everyday fellowship with the world. I am so, so, so happy seeing the testimonies and the joy on the faces of the people who have begun to realize and understand what is going on. And the one thing that gives me the greatest joy is that if you follow through, you will understand how God is simplifying very complicated matters for us. That life ought not to be that complicated if we just understand the basic truth and hold them as truth. And I was explaining within the week that Truth does not necessarily mean the opposite of lies. Truth in our contents is reality. Reality, don't forget, that is why some older uh, scholarly translation of the Bible where it says truth is translated reality. Now, the other hard fact which I must put across, which is true, is this. A lie can turn into a reality. A lie, a lie held consistently in the heart can turn into reality. So it makes that lie to look like a truth. Now, this is very important because, for example, there are things that were said to us over and over and over again all our lives, and we held them to a very high esteem. Those things started, started to produce results. They became real. They became tangible, even though they were lies. And that is the that is how things work. And this is why... It will make sense where, why the, the subject of the person called Satan is just lies. Jesus says when he speaks lies, it's like he's speaking his local dialect. Why is it that it's lies? That Satan equals lies. Why is that? Because that lies, if kicked in, can also become a reality. So it's not really the power to force people to do things. It's just a power to tell them lies that forms into the experience that they have. That is why Jesus says, I am what? The way, I am what? The truth, and I am life. And so when we behold the, the truth of Christ, that truth becomes our reality. That's why I keep telling you, beloved, this is not about something we know in our head or a subject we study. No, this is what ought to be our reality. Again, let me apologize for last uh, Sunday. There was a complete power outage. Uh, you know, in Nigeria, we still there, you know. So we had a complete power outage and uh, service was done the old way. We just sang and clapped our hands and it was so amazing, so amazing. And so the audio that was sent out on Monday was extracted. It took a lot of process to upload, to extract. But I had to do that because I didn't want anybody to miss the message. So please ignore the quality of the audio and try to get the message. If there's anything you didn't understand, please uh, get back to me and I'll be willing, very willing to explain. Praise God. So we need uh, to make some investment uh, in our sound system and equipment and stuff like that. That is why sometimes the Sunday audios are not so clear and we see that happening already. Praise God. Amen and amen. So this morning, let me begin with this point, beloved. If you notice carefully, if you follow carefully, you will understand what God is doing. Like I mentioned, simplifying very complicated things for us, giving us the truth, the basic truth that we should hold on to. Yesterday, I shared a video link. It was a one-minute video link in our church WhatsApp group. 
and it was a presentation made at the United Nations by the famous boxer Muhammad Ali. And when I saw that quote, it caught my attention. You know what he said? He said, what is a man but his heart? That's what he said. What is man but his heart? He said, a man is good because his heart is good. A man is evil because his heart is evil. A man is great because his heart is great. He said, if a man is great in his heart, regardless of that man's circumstances, that man will rise up to be great. Beloved, those are eternal truth. And like I told you, it's religion that tried to put people in compartment. The truth has always been the same from the beginning. And God has not hidden this truth. And that is so true. What is a man but his heart? And like I was sharing last Sunday, but what is it that transforms the heart of a man? It's believing. Believing is what transforms. It's what awakens the power in the heart of a man is believing beloved that's what activates it will make sense why everything jesus thought was about believing they wanted to walk they wanted to worship they wanted to go to temple they wanted to fast they wanted to observe the holidays jesus says eh, 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 eh. it's not about all this because have you noticed you can observe all those holidays you can do all those fasting you can be a prayer warrior you can be a mountain-going warrior. You can be the highest giver the world has ever seen. It, wouldn't it make sense why the Bible will say, even if you give your whole body to be bond and it's, it's without love, you wasted your time. Why? Love is a function of the heart. If you sacrifice and give yourself to be born, and the Bible says without love, it said your sacrifice, you just wasted your life. Oh, but you gave your body to be born. But why is it a waste? Because your heart was not involved. Beloved, see, I'm, I'm saying these things over and over again because no matter where you look, God is trying to simplify things for us so that you know where you focus. You know where your war is. Wouldn't it make sense? Last year, I said the greatest lesson I learned last year is not to engage in something outside that I have not first obtained victory inside. When I mean inside, I'm talking about the condition of my heart. That I will not try to fight a battle outside that I have not first won on the inside. And I've said that over and over again. I will not try to start a business on the outside that I have not first succeeded inside. Because I've known now the truth. That if I succeed within me, I will succeed outside. That's what that man was saying. Say, greatness is in the heart. See a man who is great in his heart. No matter that man's circumstance. Poor, rich, broke. It doesn't matter. That greatness will rise up. Friends. I'm saying this so that, listen, so that you stop wasting your time fighting battles that you don't need to fight, but engage where you're supposed to be engaged. Number two, it will make absolute sense. Okay, if you have not understood this, ah, I don't know what to say. It will make absolute sense why you, you should never allow every, anybody to affect your heart negatively. It doesn't matter what they have done. Oh God, I didn't say they didn't hurt you. I didn't say that. I didn't say that what they did is, is right or wrong. Oh God, that's not what I'm saying. But again, wouldn't it make sense why the scripture keeps saying, guide your heart, protect your heart. Why? It tells us because that's where the issues of our, of our life flows from. So when we tell you, don't take offense, is to protect your heart. Don't hold grudge, is to protect your heart. 
Forgive everyone is to protect your heart. Don't allow anybody to put you in anger mode is to protect your heart. For out of what is going on in your heart, oh, men can put up appearances. Oh, men can say beautiful things, wonderful things. But at the end of it all, what they pull out is what is going on in their heart. And this is what Jesus was telling them. He said, hey, hey, hey. He said, he said look, what defies a man is not what goes inside that man. It's what comes out from that man. Because out of his heart comes out these things. So a man is defiled not because he ate or he drank. A man is defiled because his heart is defiled. Friends, that's what I'm telling you. And every message that will supply to you by the grace of God, if you open up, is designed to repair your heart. It's designed to engage your heart in believing because it's b- believing is the fuel that ignites the heart. Ignites because the Bible said, with the heart man believes. It is with the heart that man believes. My heart is engaged. Believing is the power that engages my heart. And I was telling you last Sunday, What should you believe? What is the most important thing to believe? Is who you are. Will it make sense December? All throughout December, I was telling you, friend, see a vision, have a vision, conceive a vision. And that vision is not about what to do. It's about who you are. And in case you didn't do that, the answers are coming in. This January, God is telling us, hey, you are my living expressions. Now, if you don't know any other thing, hold on to that. That that's the vision of yourself that you see. I am God's living expression. I'm God's living expression. Oh, beloved, what what kind of person do you think you are? You will become eh? if your heart, if this is the only thing your heart is beating on, that your heart is con- 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 convinced. I'm not saying your head. You can start from your head. It's good, but it's got to go to your heart. That when your heart sees you, your heart knows you. Your heart beats on the truth that you are the living expression of God. That means. In you, God lives. In you, God expresses his wisdom. In you, God expresses his power. In you, God expresses his love. In you, God expresses his character. That means in you and through you. If that's the only vision you have, that's good enough. You know, when it comes to God, it doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be complicated. It will make sense why, listen to Jesus who will say, even if your faith is as little as a mustard seed, you don't have to have no much. If that's all you hold beginning this year, I am the living expression of God. That's where you begin your journey. That's the foundation you have. That's what you say to yourself. That's what you pray over. You see, prayer has a different a different formation. That in your meditation, in your meditative prayers, in your self-talk, that's what you say to yourself all the time, over and over. I am the living expression of God. That means God. And you dwell there over and over. That means God's will is to express his love through me. Hallelujah. God's will is to express his creative ability through me. God's will is to help the world see peace through me. God's will is to help the world be safer through me. God's will is to help men all over the world, women all over the world, attend the highest level of their glory in God. Sir, listen to me. You are repositioning yourself for greatness. And now it will make sense because greatness is not something you go fight for. It's not something you go and wrestle with God for. No, it's an alignment of the heart. That means the more you say this, the more you, you're not only saying it, you're not only hearing me, but you begin to see that. And that's how your heart beats. That's what is your heart. Okay, if that is what is your heart, you know that nothing can stop it. You know already now. 
you know i have i have tried to use all manner of ways to prove to you that nothing will stop that which is in your heart because that heart is where god lives praise god and of course you know if i'm talking about heart don't think about the physical organ right you know that already and i'm talking about the center of your emotions the center of your thoughts the center of your will that's how you see yourself right and that's when you start know we have said over and over nothing is impossible now you know of a truth that really really nothing is impossible there's no situation you cannot change there's nothing that you cannot reverse there's nothing you cannot attend there's no goal too high that you cannot achieve and you know that is true because you know where the truth lies praise god amen and amen beloved if there's anything that you want to do this year right is to put your heart in view of you examine what is really going on in your heart i'm not talking about the packaging you try to package outside no i'm not trying try, talking about you trying to belong and fit in no but sir what is the beating of your heart is it clear enough who you are in your heart because the highest thing you can believe is about who you are one of our brothers made a post this morning on facebook and it's part of what we we're sharing last sunday man is looking for something to worship they are looking for a christ that they can turn into an object of worship where the man is lower then christ is higher then christ is an object of worship no and and that is why just think look at what mess religion has done apart from christ there are denominations that now make people dead people dead people are now called saints which you will now pray to for them to pray to god for you what a mess and that continues to reduce man okay god came down to become man so that man can become god the christ is a message that clarifies this for us it's as simple as that and so everything turns around when you start to see yourself in the true picture of who you really are and hold on to that picture and as you hold on to that picture your heart becomes one with that picture that's all you will ever need in your life friends that's all i will ever need that's all god has been trying to do and then suddenly your heart is beating to things. And suddenly your heart, God now inspires you to the things he wants done. Suddenly the things you think about change. Suddenly everything around you changes. Your passion, your interest, everything changes. Friend, I don't know where you belong, right? I don't know where you belong. I don't know how you got this message, whether somebody sending it to you or whether you're receiving it directly. But there's something that you need to know. What you listen to and the people the communities you belong to and associate with are very important i was so impressed last sunday service when i asked in the church how many people exercise i was so impressed about how many people in church who raised up their hands that was very encouraging if you're in an environment where some things are emphasized over and over it's so easy for you to catch up even without knowing it no matter what that thing is if you belong to a place where what they are talking about is enemies, enemies that, enemies that, enemies that. It will not be long before your friends turn into enemies. It will not be long before your family members turn into enemies. Why? Because that is what they are programming into your mind over and over. Remember, they are conditioning your heart. So what you think about, what you imagine is enemies. Suddenly, it becomes a hardness into fact. A hardness into truth. It becomes a reality. Suddenly, your experience becomes about enemies everywhere. They are pursuing your dream. You are seeing everything turns to enemies. If you're in a place where they are encouraging you that poverty is holiness, 
that uh, if you are uh, uh, Christ does not have anything to do with you succeeding. Poverty is holiness. Don't worry. You know, uh, faith is trying God. Trying God. Don't do anything. Sit down in place. Don't do anything. Uh, faith is trying God. If you're in such environment, it becomes your reality. If you're in an environment where all they talk about is how wicked God is, God will curse you if you don't pay your tithe, God will do this, that. Oh God, it's affecting your heart. Oh God, if you're in an environment where all they talk about is witches and wizards, how uh, occultic people, bad people, it hardens into fact because your heart is being conditioned. But if you're in an environment or you're alive, and, and this is where choice comes in. Nobody's shackling your legs down somewhere. Doesn't matter how deep you are gone. If you're in an environment where you are reminded over and over again that you are not a sinner, you are the very righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, that you are not a beggar, that your father is not angry at you, God is not about to get you or to set you up, uh -uh. that God's intention is that you are the, his living expression. That means God's will is that he lives his life through you. God, the God that you are worshiping, the God that you are looking for up and down, the God that his own will is to live his life through you, that you are the channel through which God expresses himself in reality, in practicality, tangibly, that that is what you are. Okay, that's what you will become. This, listen, whether you understand it all or not, but if, if that is bombarded to you over and over, your heart starts to accept it. The only thing that would deny you of this reality is that you cannot to hold on to the lies that you have believed. That's, and you know what? It's a choice. But I trust my prayer and in my prayers, in my deep prayers, that I see everybody believing I see your heart beating correctly. Oh, because I have already relieved the testimony of your life. How wonderful things that you're doing. How God is working in you, changing things. How you now are tasting things that you thought were impossible before. How you are, how you thought everything was about trying and failure. And eh, eh, no, now the testimonies you have is from one level of success to another level of success. Your health, perfect. Your family is, has been reconciled. Everything that looks like challenge before has vanished. Your family experience is different. Your husband is working perfectly with you, your wife, your children, everything. The peace of God is tangible in your house. Your business is succeeding. Your health is at optimum. If I'm saying these things, you don't believe that this is what God wants. Well, I cannot help you. And the reason you don't believe that is because your heart has been told a lie. Okay? The God that created us the way he created us wants a beautiful life for us. That's what I'm talking about. And I'm relieving now as I talk. I live in your testimonies. I live in the reality of your testimonies because I've seen them come to pass. I live in seeing your heart beat the way God wants it to beat. I live, I'm relieving the testimonies of your joy, of your successes, of your increase, that you're growing from one level of grace to another level, that you're manifesting, that you're becoming a superstar, that you're becoming the highest in whichever field that you're in. But, as I've said over and over again, the greatest of all testimonies, the agapata of all the testimonies, the of all the blessings is the man that you're becoming, right? Because the more you live in this, the more you are practically, in reality, conforming to the image of Christ, which is the finality of all things. You are changing. For example, when you decide to push out all anger in your heart, it changes your behavior. 
it changes your behavior. You're not fighting for your behavior to change, but you're changing your heart. As you change your heart, your behaviors are changed. You have always thought that people are always bad, everybody's bad. Now you see them differently. You see them as victims of circumstance needing help. Your behavior is changing. You used to be very angry at everybody. Right now, you are more happy. So, so beyond the breakthroughs, you know, people say, don't talk about breakthroughs. No, no, sir. It's part of it. Beyond, but beyond the breakthroughs is that in it, the quality of person you are is changing. You're becoming more loving, more patient. Kindness is who you are. Joy is full of in your house and everything that you do. Friend, this is the reality of it. This is the reality of the gospel. It will make sense why the Bible says this gospel is the power of God to save. That save is salvation, deliverance, total package, bringing us free. We are free now to express and to enjoy the fullness of our life in the way our Father has designed it. Praise God. Let me stop here and I'll come back again to you tomorrow as we'll continue. My brother, my sister, this is it. I'm telling you that this is it. I hope, I know, and I desire and I pray because it's my desire that everybody who received this message will not only hear, but you are seeing and you are living in the reality of it, that you are practicing this. And then I'm here reading all the wonderful testimony and enjoying also being part of your blessing. For that is what beats in my heart, to see you do good, to see you enjoy, to see you manifest the highest, to see you live and dwell in the highest level of glory that God made available for you. That is what beats in my heart as I send these messages. And I know it is your reality. Please enjoy your day and help me spread this message to many more people as you can. Shalom.